much for tuning into the podcast guys so if you haven't seen already Tenement TV have launched a fundraiser to celebrate 10 years of Tenement TV which they turn 10 next year it's mad to think that they've existed for 10 years it makes me feel so so old but what they're doing if you pledge £10 to them on their crowdfunder you'll get two tickets to like a 10th year birthday experience and the money goes towards helping musicians like us paying them for the show sound engineers photographers and everything that goes on behind organising events like that please please go to www.crowdfunder.co.uk slash ttv10 like i said this money goes towards supporting bands like us giving them a platform it's giving something back to tenement tv supporting young bands and yeah putting on great great um festivals across glasgow please show your support and yeah give something back cheers hi i'm hannah from the vanties hi i'm frank from the route snakes and you're listening to the tenement tv podcast Hi Frank, how you doing? Do you been signing records all day? All day long. It's <laughs> quite intense, to be honest. <laughs> Perks of the job. Yeah, something like that. I'm, I've, you know what? I feel really lucky. There was a time when I couldn't sell ten records. Do you know what I mean? So to walk into a building and just see records everywhere and know that they're already sold is like really beautiful feeling. So, mate, yeah. that's such a cool perspective to have. Like that is so true, though. Like you have been in a place where trust get hunters to buy your record and now you're faced with that it's so cool congrats thank you thank you very much I feel like I'm sitting in a job interview right now oh my god you know what I talk about this quite often because my my um my partner she's just like you've never ever written a CV have you and she says it with some disdain she said and then I was like no god I've never even had to do an interview for a job I've just always kind of done my own thing so please don't say this is an interview for a job (laughs) no absolutely not I I, do you know I'd be quite lucky if you were my employer like (laughs) uh, so what's the skills to rock and roll then it's a secret it's a secret to rock and roll just you know what the actual secret to rock and roll is you think if you you look at all the like the greatest, properly the greatest rock stars in the world, like Dave Grohl, Nick Cave, Iggy Pop, Debbie Harry, who, you know, like they were just unashamedly and unapologetically themselves. They just didn't care. They just just didn't, you know? No, I I still have so, so much love for Iggy Pop getting up on stage and just whipping his tap off and just going, do you know what, Yeeha? This is, this is me he's like I mean yeah he's he's, he's somebody's granddad now but fucking hell that's he's cool. got a bird have you seen this bird like he's got like a cockatiel or something like that it's called Biggie Pop he's got like a parrot oh yeah I know yeah, it's amazing it's amazing I mean if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a pet though name him kind of after you do you know what I mean although do you know what I tattooed someone the other day and um they were showing me their dog and they're like, yeah, my dog's called Carter. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. You know, that is, that's pretty cute. And your dog's really cute. And then my next, Aww. 
my next customer came in and I finished tattooing him and he's like, yeah, you know, like this, this is my son. He's called Carter. And I was like, your son's really cute. <laughs> but I was just thinking bloody <laughs> a lot, but it's, it's kind of cool, man. Oh, Carter, that's so beautiful. That's a cool name as well. Yeah, right. That's your, is that your actual your second name? It's my surname, yeah. And you know what? My, yeah. My first name isn't actually Frank. My first name is... Uh, so Frank is my middle name. Yeah, my first name's Christopher. Ah, so you're Kit. Kit Carter. <laughs> That's great. Kit is brilliant. I never I never heard of Kit as a abbreviation for Christopher. Maybe I'm just going to start using that now. Kit Carter. If Frank goes to, to pot, there you go, Kit Carter. I like it. Except if I ever become Christopher again, like I don't know what I would actually sing about. Do you know what I mean? My mum is always on at me, like, when are you just going to release a solo album as Christopher Carr? I'm like, never. No one would listen to it. It sounds so boring. Do you know, that could be like a secret, like you could go a secret show one day under that name and just like, I don't know, advertise yourself as like a really soft acoustic act and get all the punters in who love, you know, that kind of folky vibe and then just you showed up. <laughs> just Christopher Carter and the... Man with tattoos. They'd love it. <laughs> and and the, the milk snakes. And the milk, milk snake. <laughs> Those and are so cute. Those wee milky snakes are cute. Oh dear. So how you been? How's your lockdown been? I'm on fine. I've just been working. I'm one of those people who've been working through. Um, so I'm a support worker. So as well as trying to write the best album ever, <laughs> just been working. Uh, so I've been pretty lucky. It's been quite normal for me. Mm. Um, and Chloe, who's also in the band, she's a nurse. So she's been at the forefront of it all as well. So it's been pretty normal for us, a bit hectic. But, you know, again, I'm lucky to still have a job and still be able to write music and stuff so no. I, I think that you've just played that down fairly your <laughs> role in the world because to say to say it's been normal for you and you're a support worker and Chloe is a nurse like although you're still you still have your routine I imagine that your routine has been dramatically affected by the problem you know because obviously Chloe must be busier than ever and how is it being a support worker in a pandemic? Because I imagine the people that you work with must have, you know, their anxiety levels must be on 100 right now because mine is, you know, mine has been. As a parent as well, it's been a very stressful time. So I think... Are you a daddy? Yeah, I'm a daddy, yeah. Did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. I'm a, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a little... That's so cute. Five years old now. She's, she's the best. She's my little angel. Hi, so that's school time then? Yeah, she's she's actually... She was in reception last year and now she's going up to year one. And she is... Honestly, Hannah, Ooh. she is a Scorpio and she is about as <laughs> sassy any five-year-old could be. So it's been... Um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been quite interesting. She she's lo- she's quite enjoyed the lockdown actually because it oh. obviously it, me- it meant that we got pretty much a whole summer together, which is just something that never happens to me. So I've just tried fantastic every day. But come on, let's get back to you. Why? Why? Because <laughs> you play that off so smooth. Like, oh yeah, it's been normal, <laughs> but normal <laughs> pandemic is that <laughs> unnormal? Do you know? <laughs> 
it, you know, I was kind of freaking out at the start. I'm just like, oh my God, what if, what if this gets into the, you know, where I work? Did it? So I, I support young adults with complex needs. Right. So um, it's, it's kind of residential setting and it's all girls I support. And they're, do you know what? They are just so lovely. It just puts everything into perspective. If, you know, you think your life's crap and da da da, you just step into that place and you just have, you know, reevaluate your whole life and what you've been complaining about. Yeah, it's cool. I get to um I sometimes bring my guitar into work and they pure love it. So yeah, it's been as good it's been good. It's not been too bad. Nice. Nice. Handled like a true professional. Well played. <laughs> oh, do you know what sometimes I come home and have a wee mini breakdown, but then I just have a wee cup of tea and you're fine. Uh, you know what, Hannah? I don't, or something stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't even what like a bottle. Of, how many shots of Bucky do you have in your in your tea? Oh, do you know what? I, it's so funny talking about Bucky. I've not had Bucky since the night of the Foo Fighters. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, I watched you force. I mean, he. You know that he and I had a conversation about that, right? He that left. No him, way. Yeah. yeah. I left a big impression on it because we so we played um some more shows with him that summer and uh-huh. we were in Pula in, in Croatia in this beautiful arena and like you know we just finished our first gig with him and you know we come off stage and as soon as we come off stage he's like there with like a bottle of Crown Royal and he's oh, pouring these shots and I'm like oh god and I, and I was I was there like Dave I've got to tell you something I've I've never done a shot in my life right which is which was a truth <laughs> True story, seriously, because I I was straight edge for twelve years, so I didn't I didn't start drinking until I was twenty eight, right? Oh no! Yeah, when I met I met my my wife at the time then, and so I didn't start drinking until twenty eight. Mm-hmm. I was saying to him that, and and even when I did drink, I was always quite good with it, you know. So I was saying to I'm there talking to Dave, mm-hmm. like, never done a shot, and he was like, "That's it's cool, man. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do one." And and I looked at him and I was like. I, I do, don't I? And he's like, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> anyway, like he cans me this shot, and I just I neck it like a pro because you got to, you know, you can't, you can't be, you can't be bringing that back up in front of Dave Grohl. And he's like, and he smashes it back, and he goes, you know what? Like, he's like, remember that? You remember that that gig we played in Scotland? I was like, yeah. And he goes, I was getting in a car, and this tiny girl runs up to me, and she's like, here, drink this. <laughs> And I was like, oh, she gave you, gave you bug fast. And he was like, Bucky. He's like, wow, what a drink. And I was like, dude, no, that's not, that is not the drink. But I think he quite liked it. He was, um, yeah, he was quite impressed. So well played. Not everyone can say they. Well, that was, that was, cl- that was Chloe who did that. <laughs> She's just, no brass neck. No brass neck. <laughs> it's so funny because I was driving, um, I ended up driving like the, our, big van we had so I never drank until after you know we'd got the van parked up after the show and out the arena and stuff so everybody was pure gone by that point everybody was absolutely mangled and full of buck full of absolutely everything and Chloe forgets that she's taking this video of her and Dave Grohl I mean she remembers being like oh my god I met Dave Grohl but driving back into the city centre of Glasgow I literally nearly have a heart attack after emergency stop because Chloe's screaming like oh my god I've got this video of me and Dave Grohl <laughs> and like I'm not kidding you it's a nine seater van and I'm and I'm thinking there was about maybe 19 of us in this van and I'm shitting it because I'm like are we going to get stopped by the police here um but yeah she was a it was yeah 
I can't believe that's been a year because it seems like only last week. <laughs> Doesn't it? But those those gigs like that, the big ones, they they have that effect where they just they stop time and space, mm-hmm. you know, and they mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. you go into this place that's happening where you don't you don't remember any of it like the next day. But then a week later, you can remember every single thing that happened, you know, and you just, I, I remember, there's so many gigs, I can just remember the whole gig from walking on stage. And, and yeah, for you for you to say that that was a year ago now, it's like, it does not feel like that. Literally feel like, felt like it happened yesterday. It's crazy. We played Alexandra Palace in, in February. And um, that was like six months ago, yes, yesterday, I think, or something. Oh, man, Ali Pali, that is, that is it, isn't it, for a British band? That is it. And you've played the Barrowlands as well. Like, that's, yeah. for a Scottish person, that is, that's it. The headline the bad is, like... You know what, not just... That is it. How, like, how is that? Not Scottish <laughs> bands like that for, for an English... You know, I've been playing music for 15 years and I've n- I had never... That was my first time. Yeah, that's right. And I was just like... I spent the whole day just walking around taking a venue and it's, it's legendary. It's like a historic venue and one of the last, you know? So for me, it was just... To do, to do like the Barras into Alexander Palace was pretty, pretty major. Like it's... That was a very special... Very special night. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Yeah, like it mad. I never made it to the Bitteras, but I seen you at St Luke's and a few years ago, and that in itself was oh. amazing. St Luke's is such a cool venue, and you tore the roof off that night as well. Yeah. Smashed it. <laughs> I think that was when yeah. you brought out your second album. I think would that have been yeah. your second? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah. That, how beautiful is that venue? It's just like hidden away in there and it's just stunning. Like, it's just so amazing. Yeah, it blew me away. Do you know, it's um, it's it's funny you say that because I think it just opened maybe the year before as a venue. You know, one of my best friend's funeral in there and it was like almost as if you were at a gig and then it's just, it made the thing so much better. Like, I've always got such a special connection with that venue now. You were the first gig I've seen after the funeral and I think that always resonates in my mind because... It's just such like happy memories as well as like like it was class. Thank you so much. What does your band's name mean? The Fantasies. Aha. So it's a long, a long and not interesting story. <laughs> essentially, you know, like Frank's your yeah. middle name, and um, Van is like my fake middle name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when. Facebook came into the UK because I think it was bigger in Europe at the time. I've got like Dutch friends, so they set up me and my sister's Facebook. Like I'm talking like over ten years ago now, and they for a laugh stuck our names as Van Thompson because obviously they were like Van der Hoven and Van der Boomgaard. So it was like just as a joke, so they made us look Dutch. So this caught on, and like I think a few school friends just started to call me Van T, and then my first ever boyfriend started calling van t so when me and chloe started to you know wanted to start uh, do a music project we're just like okay let's just call it the van t's just now and then we'll change it yeah. like so many years later it's still not changed <laughs> so that's that's essentially it Noth- nothing interesting to be honest interesting that's really cool i mean the fact that you've got like you've got dutch friends and that's like tied straight in they actually named the band for you really without you really- well i know and uh, i don't think they actually realized um so it's been a few years since i've been in touch with them now so i, I think they still need to make it to a Van T's show we actually did a show in the Paradiso in Amsterdam oh. I think a couple of years ago and they couldn't make oh. it so I, I think that would have been such a cool show for them to That's, come to that venue's 
incredible as well. Like, and gigs in Amsterdam. Oh my god! Such a vibe all the time. We we I love the Melkweg. Like we every every gig we played there has just been incredible. But yeah, Paradiso is a cool place as well. It's a cool place to play. Right, are you ready? Yeah, go. Maddest thing that has ever happened to you on stage? Um, one time I got tattooed on stage by a member of Newfound Glory. That was a really, that was pretty, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> and the other, I did a front flip off the stage in Berlin and I thought I'd broken my back and I couldn't walk and I had to go home in a, in a, um, in a wheelchair from Berlin. That was pretty bad. That's not rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but it didn't feel it when I was getting wheeled through the airport the next day. No, it was, it was no, it wasn't the vibe. Thing you hate the most about the music industry? Short sightedness. You know, it used to be if you think back to like artists like Elton John, he didn't have a, a hit song until his third album. It used to be that there was time for artists to develop, and now it's like if if you don't have a hit, you're gone. And I think that that immediacy, while it's great if you've got some like grit it, it is killing more bands than it's helping right okay oasis or blur blur i can ask why I, look i love both those bands but blur just had a bigger impact on me as i was growing up i just i, I liked the intelligence behind blur more than i like the swagger of oasis you know thing you love the most about the music industry i've met so many cool amazing people who work so hard within the music industry and the fact that there is more appreciation for women in the music industry recently whether it be the technical side where you're working backstage or in production whereas you know you're doing a and r like since day one vanties have always worked with really cool women and it's you know our our first manager was was um, Shannon Stevens she's really cool the fact that women are getting more appreciation and yeah well played Louis Capaldi or Sam Fender I think Louis Capaldi because I think any artist that does a brand deal with Greg's is just <laughs> just love you always say yes to getting drunk <laughs> perfect <laughs> order or madness maybe I'd like to think I like order but I actually just don't recognise my own madness. You prefer being uh, on stage or in the crowd? Oh, I love being in the crowd. Music or tattoos? Music, playing music in my tattoo shop. Nice. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's a bit of a combo, I like it. The Clash or the Sex Pistols? I think it's got to be um, it's got to be the Pistols for me. What? Okay, right. I love them both, obviously, but if I've got to pick one, um, the Pistols were the first ever boy band, really. If you think about it, like they 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 blew it up. You know, I know you've got the Beatles. They did they had it. The biggest influence. They had the biggest kind of heat at them. And they and no one knew. Everyone thought it was this real thing, but it's like they they were made. You know, they were they were they were built, and they were, and they went hand in hand with fashion. You know, Vivian Westwood and the Sex developed like they they invented. A whole, they just, I don't know. I, I just love them for that. I love them. the most aggressive boy band ever. What is your biggest hate? My biggest pet hate is loud eaters. I just can't deal with it. <laughs> You're just, not into ASMR then? <laughs> no, no, unless it's like, I don't know, unless it's my daughter's laughing, but it, it, oh no, I can't, I can't deal with it, man. It's just <laughs> shivers. What's your biggest pet hate? Arrogance, probably. Nice. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer playing festivals or, or, or like small events, like big shows or small shows? For me, probably festivals. You, there's, It's not just about the show, it's about everything that comes with the festivals and your friends and the, I don't know, and it's something that I feel like we're not going to get 
to feel in a long time and get to experience in a while. So probably festivals, I would say. Totally. It's been really great chatting to you, Frank. It's I can't believe it's obviously been a year since I last had a wee chat with you, but it'd be really cool to to once you're back up in Glasgow, like hit you up and or maybe come down and get a tattoo or something. <laughs> I don't know. Is <laughs> that listen, you're always welcome in the shop. And uh, and definitely like next time, anytime we play in in Glasgow, just hit us up. Like we we're trying to sort that out for next year now. Like we're we're desperate to come back and play the Barrows. So next time we do, just please get in touch and bring bring the whole band and we'll um yeah let's have it. Just no Buckfast, please. All right. Oh no! Oh, there definitely will be Buckfast. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> well. Right. I'll, I'll say goodbye. Bye bye. Thank you so much um, for taking the time again to chat with me, um, and thanks Tenement TV for um, for organising it and stuff. And thanks so much for Siobhan who does our PR. She's a big fan of Frank Carter as well. So yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Okay, right. dude. You take care of yourself, and I'll speak to you soon. Right. Good luck with the album and stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Be well. Right. Take care. Bye bye. Oh, well, uh, Dave Grohl broke his leg on stage, so there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even finish the gig. Nightmare. You've been watching Rocket Man, haven't you? I love Rocket Man, yeah. <laughs> so good. Everyone be cool. If that's not the tagline of this chat, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone just be cool. Everyone be cool. <laughs>